And welcome to the first episode of Grounded 2024. My name is Brandon. And I'm Craig. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all you guys who are listening uh, to us right now. And um, I, um, it's kind of weird to be setting in another year with you. I mean, this is crazy, right? It is. I mean, we how many years have we done this now? This is our <sighs> third? Third. Fourth. I think we're in We started in 20, theory. right? We started in like April, March or April of 2020. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. I believe so. So Yeah. So we're in, what, year four or five? Maybe, okay, maybe it was 21. I think it was 21. 21. I think you're right. I think it was 21. Yeah, it was 21. You're right. Yeah. So we're... We're in the latter part of year three. We'll be starting year yeah, four here so shortly. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So, so thank you guys for listening. And, um, here's the, uh, here's the great thing is that, um, yesterday, um, the weather report had us having eight to 10, eight to 12 inches of snow on Friday. And today they have a high of 40 and it's rain. So there's, you know what? God listened to my prayer. And tomorrow it's going to say two inches of snow and the next day like nine inches of rain. And then the next day it's going to be 12 inches of snow. He texted me last night. He said, it's going to change 10 times between now and Friday. And I was like, I know it's already changed 10 times today. And it really did change 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. At one point it was like we were going to get slammed with snow and then it was rain and. So here we are. We're starting another year out and uh, we're drinking coffee. You're drinking. I'm drinking good stuff. I'm drinking out of my possum mug your cuddly possum mug my cuddly possum mug and i'm drinking and you're drinking out of the mug that looks like me in the morning yeah it's hissing the at hissing me. at yeah I, I love that mug yeah right i can hear it <laughs> that's me in the morning like <laughs> right and then um we're drinking um what are we drinking we're drinking a <clears throat> um a blend this is a that very was... special yeah black rifle coffee limited edition halls of lots of beanza it's an exclusive coffee subscription. It's really good. It's from Mexico. This one is um, very, very good. I, I like it, uh, but we I also have dumped a shot of espresso, espresso. Um, into my coffee, and that was, that was beyond, beyond black. black. So it just, yeah, everything's perfect right now. Right. Uh, black rifle on black rifle. Black rifle on black rifle. Uh, the only thing that's not perfect, it should, it could be about 70 degrees and that would be, that would, would make it very perfect. Yeah. So, so, um, again, over the last uh, several weeks, um, we've talked in, um, you know, we've talked about possum and because we've had so much possum stuff given to, we've had possum coffee, we have possum mugs. I had a possum stuffed animal. I don't know if, if we've gotten together since then. We haven't. Uh, Cindy Brown got me a possum. Yeah, for all of animal. those of you who were complaining that we haven't had any podcast, here it is. So here it is. So we're back. We're, we're back. back with the possum. So I got this little tiny, um, it's like a um, little, uh, stuffed animal. And you, so it's, uh, <laughs> You sent me a picture of it. It was hanging off your lamp. Hanging off our lamp. Now it's in one of the bedrooms hanging off one of the uh, t- uh, poles from the bed. Nice. And so, yeah. So we're just waiting the next time the grandkids come to see if, you know, they notice it because they always like Is that it. thing going to move? It's going to be like Elf on a Shelf? <laughs> it's going to be like Elf on a Shelf, yeah. So Possum? I don't, it, I don't know. I but don't it, know. <laughs> but thank you for that. So we've had so much possum. Well, you got that from Cindy. Yeah. You know what I got. And she yeah, told you've me. got you got you got um, nail polish remover. You no. got nail polish. You got lipstick. What did no. you get? She got you something. And she told me. She said, you know, there's a there's okay. This, she said this was a joke, but she this said guy there's a joke gift in there and a serious, serious gift in there. And I told her. I said uh, after I opened it, I'm like, uh, you must have left out the joke gift because I just saw two serious gifts. Yeah, it was. It pretty much. Um, she pretty much fanned your diva side. It was. It was bath salts, like to soak in muscle relaxing bath salts. It was like Tahitian vanilla. I, I don't oh. think it was. What was it? I don't know, but it, okay, I will go Tahitian. That's fine. I've soaked in the bath with one of them. There was two packs in there. Oh, I am sure you did. And I, and here's something else. It was else. soothing. Oh my gosh. See, okay. So Cindy, <laughs> if you're listening, it was not a joke. It was very serious to this guy and he loves his bath salts. So. Um, so those of you, you know, if you like to give us coffee, you can give me coffee, give this guy bath salts. You know, I'm doing all this running this year. I wonder if I could get sponsored by Dr. Teal's. Oh gosh. I use their, their so, foot uh, soak. Okay. Here we go again with the foot. So I we're going to have to come back to the candy canes. Okay. We're, we're not done with the possum. Yeah. We're, we're rabbit trailing on your feet now because this guy and his Tahitian vanillas and his Tahitian, where did that even come from? It's, can you can I'm you deny it? More, I'm gonna need more coffee. Can you deny it though? You can't deny it. 
It's something right there. So I get this picture of him um, soaking his feet in something the other night. No, I wasn't soaking my feet. That what was, was a, that? That's a an electronic um, foot warmer and massager. I bought that for my wife two, two Christmases guy, ago. I bought this for my wife, wink, wink, with hope she'd never use it. I, that was before I, I was even running. I bought it for her. She does. She'll she'll sit with it at her desk at home, uh-huh. and and it's nice because it massages your feet, but it's also a foot warmer as well. Yeah. This guy's feet <laughs> gets more care than anything I've ever seen. What did you send to me the other day? You said, your feet are more pampered than Kim Kardashian's. That's exactly right. I'm like, there is no way his feet <laughs> has more care than anybody on the face of the planet. Um, but yeah, so, and then he sends me um, this picture of him, him and Kennedy, of him in a blanket that his mom made. He said, does this count as a shawl? And it actually did look like a shawl. Okay, I, my mom made me this awesome deer blanket it's brown and it's got a deer in it's the hard to see it. the colors i didn't see yeah, i'll have to hold it up and send you a picture of it it's really yeah. neat i've sat with it on the couch like three times since we got home for christmas my wife has confiscated it from me like you did the foot bath or the foot the thing. foot massage okay, yeah, yeah i was right, an right. indian giver with that i guess can you say that or is that offensive i'm not offended okay okay Anyways. are you offended no okay no then we're good but anyway, so yeah, it's, uh, that, that thing's really comfortable. But I do like, they, Dr. Teals has a, uh, has a foot, like an Epsom salt that's made for feet. It's got peppermint in it. It smells really good. So here's the thing, just to all, let, to let y'all know, uh, we'll get back to the possum because we're, we're, we're going we're down not this done whole with that, first, yeah. But, um, this guy in his running, we all know, we hear about it all the time. So this guy's paying like, $500 to want to run 3,000 miles in 2024 so he can get a 39 cent t-shirt and a little medal. Okay. So first of all, you were, right? you were the biggest exaggerator oh, on numbers on. ever. <laughs> I'm like Joe Biden. I did <laughs> sign up. Billion so, trillion or whatever. <laughs> so I saw something. It was probably back. I think we talked about it on the podcast oh, we a did. few months ago. So my problem, my, my issue is this. You're actually paying somebody to run on public property. Right. Okay, I'm just yeah, yeah. He's but no, I'm like, I, okay. I signed up for the 2024 challenge. Okay, and which so, is which is 2,024 miles in 2024, and you have to pay. I <clears throat> uh, it is different packages, and you bought the big one. I, I bought know. the big one because yeah. I wanted both. I wanted I honestly I wanted the tech hoodie. Okay, so and the and that and the big package is it was a hundred bucks. Okay, hundred dollars. Yeah. And uh, so really, what do you get with the hundred dollars? You get you get a couple of you shirts. Get sore feet. You get sore feet. And you uh, you get two shirts. You get two shirts. You get a medal and stuff like that, which is whoopty doo. It will go in. What's the medal say? Run the year, okay, or something. It's it's actually kind of an interactive medal, but I, and then and then you get a hoodie. The hoodie. The hoodie so you get two t shirts and a hoodie. Yeah, and there's some other stuff they get you too, and. So it's probably worth a hundred bucks. Well, I actually get um, I'm being serious is, now. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, hoodies are like forty bucks. Or and here's the nice minutes. thing is, um, and and I'm using all this stuff anyways as I'm training. Um, you get every ninety days, I get twenty dollars toward um, an online store. The okay. feed store is what it's called, and I get a twenty dollar credit to use on there. And so I'm buying all of these electrolytes and things like that that I'm using to train with, and and energy gels and stuff. And so. I might as well spend it. So I'll end up through the year getting $80 credit toward the right. feed store. So at the end of the day, it's so this guy's been, uh, nice. this guy's been running like a crazy man and I've done nothing this year at all. Cause I'm, um, it, I'm sure most of you know, um, I was in uh, Dublin Methodist hospital at the emergency room, my um, old stomping ground, your old stomping ground a week ago on actually December 31st. And, um, so, uh, and those of you who knew about, thank you guys for your prayers and everything. And by the way, we'll get back to the possum here in a minute, yeah. but, um, but anyway, I was there and so I'm, I'm pretty much zapped of my energy and I'm still kind of slow getting back, although it's. I'm getting better every day. And, um, so Anita was like going to the gym today and, you know, I usually hit the gym every day. Right. And I was like, now I'm going to give it one more day because I'm still pretty tired. Right. I, I don't want to do something. So my goal is to hit it tomorrow, uh, lightly. But, um, but anyway, when I was at Dublin Methodist, I asked for the Brandon Chenault vacation wing. Mm-hmm. And they said, you need to have a, it's a minimum 15 nights day. 
And I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't plan to be here more than a few hours, so. Yeah, see, I think they probably wanted to admit you, but you said that you would only stay in the Brandon Chenault suite, and they don't allow anyone to stay in that suite anymore. No, it's, it's amazing because it had like, um, it had like a little, like, tiki bar, and it had, um, oh yeah, you know, I mean, it had anything you wanted, and I got peaked. I peaked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it was nice. Uh, it, it was, it's nice. It was nice. It was really nice. But no, it was um the uh, Dublin Methodist was really good because I was miserable last uh, on the thirty first, and mm -hmm. I called Brandon like at six fifty. Six fifty. But who's who's paying attention? He said, I knew when you called me at six fifty a.m. on a Sunday morning. Something was up. Something was up. And so I asked him, I said, should I, where should I go? Should I go to Marysville? Should I go to Dublin Methodist? He went, Dublin Methodist is yeah. head on down. <laughs> Do not go to Marysville unless you got like a paper cut. Exactly. So guys, thank you for your prayers and all that. So in saying that, here's what I wish I would have had on the 31st, because I think it might have helped is, okay. <laughs> We last night had a party, uh, our staff Christmas party. We delayed it, and so we had that last night. And um, Allie opened up something that was phenomenal. And it's something we've seen and joked about. And we've actually talked about it on the podcast. It is possum-flavored candy canes. Okay, so we haven't and, tasted them. And there's um, gravy-flavored candy canes. I think we're going to— We're going to try those next week. Next week. Because I'm not sure we're going to be able to. Okay, so just we right now we've already opened them. We haven't tasted them, so let's just the 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 they the smell. smells a little um, oh. weird. Uh, it kind of smells like you know. Um, okay, I'm going to be honest. Just be honest. Kind of like when you've hiked all day. Oh yeah. And you pop your shoes off and your feet have gotten wet and mm -hmm. you pull your socks off. That's exactly what it smells like. One hundred percent. Am I right? Yeah. So if you guys, okay, so if you guys are interested in buying these possum, um, candy canes, just know when you first take the wrapper off, it's gonna smell like wet. You can smell feet. like my feet after a, yeah. a week of running. Or, and it's definitely not after they've been pampered, that's for sure. Well, yeah, that's different. So that's totally different. That's different. Tahitian vanilla. That's right. Okay, so, um, I'm smelling this. <sighs> and I'm gonna be honest I, with you, I, it does smell like garbage it, and, um. It, online, cause you actually looked them up. Yeah. And it said from the trash can to your mouth, to your or mouth something. or something yeah, like so, that. Um, usually it's from your mouth to the trash can, but uh, that may be what happens. Yeah. So if we take a break here for a minute, because, um, I have to get the trash can, can for Brandon. I can pause it if we need okay. to. Okay. So, um, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to, we're going to taste these, um, and, um, I feel like the owl from the, remember the old Tootsie Pop? How many licks does it take before you vomit? That yes, one? Yes. yes. So, yeah. Three. So, <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. Before we do this, uh, I just want to let you know that I keep, um, Molly Nauman, I know she listens and she's always like, the possum thing grosses me out. So, Molly, if you're listening right now, you would definitely be grossed out by this because, um, this smells like dirty feet. You know what? There are extras if she would like one. We do have extras, Molly. We have like four extras. So if you want one, we'll be more than happy to. Okay. Here we go. I'm ready. Okay. The count of three. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hmm. Oh my. Okay. So. Okay. It's not as bad as I initially. It's not as bad as I, as it smells. Mm. What was that taste? It does have a little. It has a. It's got a mustiness to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else There's to a dirty it. sock element there to it, but it, there's also element. a good element about it. So. Yeah. It's like. They're fighting against each other like oil they and water. Are. It's like, this is like spiritual warfare right here. Oh. <laughs> it's like good and evil. Like, but which one's winning out? It's almost like, like right now, since I've taken it out, the mustiness, I can have it, I, I, I have it in my mouth right yeah. now. I kind of like it. See? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, no. Mm -mm. What? I just tasted onion. Well, it's from the garbage pail, bro. <laughs> I'm, you're going to, you're going to get that it thing all. must have been eating onion when it died. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you get a different flavor every time you lick. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, dirty socks. Oh, then it's onion. Then it's like, oh, rotten totally, food. Totally, no, totally. I got some onion there. Oh gosh. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat it all. So I will tell you, possum meat, nothing like that. Although it has a tendency to be a little gamey sometimes, but um. So yeah, there you go. So we have we've now tasted. He he likes it. Ugh. 
It actually is better if you just keep it in your mouth. You pull it out of your so mouth. So you're going to go home and, for lunch, and you're going to go home and kiss Allie, I'm and she's like, to. have you been eating garbage? That's what she's going to say. She is. Have you eaten garbage? She was garbage? so excited about this gift. Oh, my. Yeah. So I believe that Allison Clark she did. bought these. So. Thank, Thank you, Allison, Allison, for the um, for the um, we've had so much possum over the last three or four weeks. It's been crazy. I it's been nice. So but. you know, we should have done the gravy ones today too, and just washed them down. That's not coon gravy. You know, the um, possum candy cane even gives a different flavor to your coffee. I just took a drink of coffee and taste your coffee now. Mm, I don't know that I want to. It's like drinking mud, bro. Mm. It's a weird taste. Yeah, that lots of bean. Lots of beans, though, was way better <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Only on Grounded, can you? <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Exactly. <laughs> i to go brush my teeth now. Yeah, you will. Five times. That's crazy right there. So, yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> what would be awesome is to, like, just give those out to somebody and, and don't, not tell them. And don't not tell them. They'll be like, what is wrong with this candy right? cane? <laughs> like your candy canes are expired. <laughs> Like 500 years ago. Oh, my. <laughs> You're like, I got a bite of onion. <laughs> I did. I did. That is crazy. I want to go back. It's like one of those. It's like watching a car accident. Yeah, it is. Like you you yeah, want to you just want to keep watching. Like I want to go back for more licks. But So, <laughs> so I will tell you, it tastes better than it smells. 100%. Yeah. So if you went on smell alone, you'd never put it in your mouth. So my, my suggestion, if you ever get the possum candy cane, just open it and pop it in your mouth. Don't even smell it. Yeah. Don't even smell it. It only, Go straight for the onion. It only tastes like you hiked half a day and not a whole day. <laughs> yeah. And not like in 90 degree weather, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like 63. Everybody's like, Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is what these guys are talking about. Yeah. I wish we had a special guest in here for this. Oh, yeah. You Sue know, would have loved this. Oh, yes, yeah, she would have. Next time we have a guest, they have to dry the possum have candy to. cane. We'll have to save them. Yeah. So that <laughs> is going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Allison. That was, that was glorious. Yeah. So thanks to everybody for all the possum stuff. It's been, um, it's been phenomenal. We've been, uh, drinking out of our mugs. We've been drinking the coffee. Um, you know, we're licking the candy canes. Right. <laughs> so next week we're going to try. The gravy candy canes that we got. So, um, be, stay tuned for that for next week. And it's just straight gravy, right? Straight gravy. So it, says, it says no lumps. <laughs> so what's this? Look on the, I think on the side or the back. It does. It says gravy candy canes. Okay. Well, yeah. And she's actually pouring gravy on the candy cane yeah. in the picture. Look at that. Yeah. I know. I think on the back. Is it on the back? Does it say oh, is no it on lumps? the back? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no lumps. That's yeah. crazy. So, there you go. All right, well, yeah, we're looking forward to that next week. So, anyway, um, give me a week to recoup from the uh, possum candy cane, but um, yeah, go right. There. So, hey, we had a pretty good day yesterday. We did. It was a very good day. Better day. Uh, you know, we should give out possum candy canes on Sunday. Let's see if that works. Like, put those in the uh, first time visitor bags. Uh, <laughs> we want them to come back. We do. Yes, we do. Oh gosh, that'd be awful. That would be awful. <laughs> Yeah, we had a pretty good day yesterday. We are a little low in attendance, but uh, we had a little snow in the morning, cold, and a lot of stuff going on. And it I know was there was actually this. Where'd the snow come from? Like, I don't know. It wasn't forecasted. Does that surprise you? No. Which is were, why we're going to get 18 inches next week. You probably I'll wake up on Friday morning and it'll be like there'll be two feet of snow. I'll be like, what? I won't even be able to drive. I have to walk to my tree stand from my house. That's close. It's close enough. Dude, I'd give I'd give good money to watch you walk in two feet of snow. <laughs> it'd be over my head. <laughs> like he'd be jumping right down. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> so yesterday we kicked off a new sermon series called uh Take a Leap. Take a leap. And uh somebody told me yesterday they were a little disappointed in the graphic. They thought the graphic could have been a little bit better. They thought it would have been better if it was you in your tights taking a leap. So um well, I, you know, I agreed with them. I thought, you know what? Yeah, that, we, that would have been so much better. We want to grow here at RCC, but if you grow too fast, it can be harmful. And I just think that that would have caused just too, too many people flooding in through the doors. You know, I don't agree with you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with you. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but I don't yeah. agree with myself either. <laughs> Yesterday, we started off our series called Take a Leap. And um, um, 
we had a lot going on this fall and uh, without going to any uh, detail about it, but um, that was originally going to be the series and then it wasn't going to be the series and then it was the series. And um, I'm kind of glad we went with it. What about you? Because yeah, we're, we're, yeah. T- we're talking about taking a leap in things that I think that we need to take a leap in yeah. um, spiritually. And mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about taking a leap, it's one of those things where, uh, what would you describe it? It's not going to be easy. No, it's it, you and I have talked a lot about it. And kind of as we were throwing that idea out, one of the things we went back to was that clip from Indiana Jones. Exactly. Where um, And I showed that clip there a couple years yeah. ago. Where he gets, he, you know, his dad has been shot with a gun, and he's trying to go get the the cup, the cup of Christ, so he can, you know, pour right. water on the gun wound and heal his dad and all this stuff. Um, obviously, it's a movie. which is Sean Connery. It, it's Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, you know, he gets to this. He has to go through these different trials, these different stages, and he gets to this one, and, and it is the the leap of faith, is what it's called. Right. And there's this big chasm between him and where he needs to be. And so he ends up just taking a leap of faith, and he puts his leg out and steps down, and there's a bridge that he can't see. But you and I talked about how that's really what God wants us to do. We can't see that next step ahead of us, but he asks us to trust him to take that leap of faith um, just to be able to – to trust him and know that he's in control. So often we want to be in control. Well, yeah, 100%. And um, is it me, or do you still taste the possum candy cane? Well, now it's in your mouth, so yeah, you are tasting it. But oh, um, onion again. Gross. Okay, I'm done. Let me know when you get to green peppers. Mm. <laughs> be but, better. but you're you're right about that though, because I think sometimes we we like to play it safe and easy and we like to play it uh to to where it's comfortable for us. Right. And um, you know, what my preference of of, of all those things and so when you're talking about the whole like I like the I like that Indiana Jones thing where, you know, he's taking that step of faith, you know, where he can't see it. But when he actually steps, am I right about this? It's been a long time since I've seen it. Then like the 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 bridge comes into clear focus. Yes. Right? Yes. You okay. Can, he can see the big picture at that point and he actually goes back and he tosses um, some rocks across and then yes. you can see the bridge that looked you know, it was invisible. Yeah. And and then yeah, it kind of it, the pay, the camera pans out and goes to the side, and you can then yes, see it. That's it. Kind yeah. of a three D look yeah, from that that's way. It. So when you look when you when you're talking about that, this is what this is kind of where I wanted to go with this is like take a leap. And uh, I think even yesterday morning before we started got got into this, I just said we're going to talk about some subjects that's probably going to be uncomfortable for um, some of us. And yesterday we talked about unity. And how important unity is um, for uh, for us, and um, and so we're going to be talking about um, we talked about unity. Uh, next week we're talking about community, living in community, and then the week after that we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about holiness mm-hmm. and grace, and then we're going to talk about you know the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so, folks, if you're listening to this, um, you know it's my prayer that we literally will take a leap in 24 yep. to get. Kind of get out of our comfort zone. Kind of like if you need to watch that scene from Indiana Jones. Is it three? The third um, that, one. That one is the the Last Crusade. Yeah. So that's a great scene for you, for you and I to apply to ourselves to where we just take a step of faith and this is what we're going to do. So you, yesterday we started off talking about unity and you know um, the thing about it is uh, unity is everybody talks about unity but. <coughs> It requires a price to to walk in unity, am I right? right? Absolutely. And uh, I like what Priscilla Shire said. She said, uh, unity does not mean sameness. This is great. Mm-hmm. It means oneness in purpose. Right. And I think that's the big thing, you know, as, as we look forward, you know, we look at 2024, we're striving for unity um, and, and, and to take a leap personally, but also as the church body as well as the body of Christ. Yeah. Um and so I love that. Unity unity does not mean sameness. We're not we're not all wired the same. No. We don't all like the same things. No. We don't have the same attitude all the time, but it means oneness in purpose. And we'll talk about what that purpose is mm-hmm. before we exactly. get off here today and we talked about yesterday. Yep. So And I, I think to take her her quote a step farther, I think it means also oneness in spirit. You know, when we if we're tapped into the Holy Spirit, we're going to be unified. It, it's when we neglect the Holy Spirit in our lives, and we focus on us and our likes or dislikes or wants or what we think needs to happen or our feelings or emotions, that's when we get off track and there's disunity. Exactly. So Jesus 
in John 17, verses 20 through 23. Um, and this is kind of a tongue twister verse if you, when you're reading it. So yes. he says, I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all those who will ever believe in me through their message. And I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one as you are in me, father, and I'm in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe that you've sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, so they may be one as we are one. I'm in them, and you are in me. And may they experience, I love this, such perfect unity that the world will know that you have sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Mm. So the words that Jesus spoke, he's not just speaking them to the disciples that night before he was to the cross. He's saying for all those who yeah. are to come and to yes. hear the message, yes. that's us. Yep. He's talking to us, and he's, he's telling us that us. we need to be yep. one. And here's the thing that just amazingly sticks out to me about this verse, is that Jesus is like, may they be one as we are one, so the world will believe that you have sent me. Right. It all and points back to Jesus. I love it. So, so here's the thing. If you and I are not getting along, mm-hmm. okay, and we can't get it together, and I'm going to the bank and I'm talking bad about you and I'm talking bad about the church. And you're going to Walmart and you're talking bad about me and talking bad about the church. And somebody knows that you do go to church. and Somebody knows that I do go to church and that mm-hmm. we're involved in this. Number one, it gives you a bad look. Right. And it gives the church a bad look. Mm-hmm. And it gives the name of Jesus a bad exactly. look. So people in the world are never going to believe that we believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, that can change lives if I can't get my feelings and emotions off the charts and off the plate. Right. And so may they be one as you and I are one, so the world will believe that you have sent right. me. There's no way mm-hmm. the world's going to believe if you and I can't get along. And that doesn't mean we, yeah. we're going to agree a mm-hmm. lot, but we have to come to, a, a, would you say, an agreeable situation where it's like if if it's something on theology and it's something that's biblical, well, we'll probably have to go work that out. But if it's a preference or if it's an opinion, right, then I'm going to backtrack. Yeah, or I should. Should I? Am yep. I right? Yeah. Personality conflict, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't really say something. Yeah, no, it's I'm. Let's see, over 15 years now in full time ministry, pushing right at or over 20 years. Where I've been, you know, internships and weekend ministries and and serving, you probably what double that? It'd be forty in March. Forty. So, you know, you can probably attest to this. The the longer I, I've been, how old are you? Almost thirty nine. Okay. <laughs> um, the longer I've been, um, you know, in ministry, the more I've seen that I think one of the biggest. Um, I, I don't even know what the the right word is um, hindrances for the gospel is Christians. Yeah. Because when we are disunified and when we are out in Walmart or the bank or wherever um, and we're talking bad, um, you know, we're we're talking bad about our church or we're talking bad about, you know, things that are going on or we're talking bad about that person or we're, you know, to us we may be – you know, don't even feel like, oh, oh, I'm not really talking bad about it. But what the world hears is gossip. What the world hears is slander. And so for those non-Christians that hear that, they think, well, you know, you say I need to go to church. Well, I don't act any different than you. Why would I need to go to church? Exactly. And the more that I'm in ministry, the more and more I see that. And that, I think, is where this prayer of Jesus really comes in. He's right. like, you know, they if you can't get this right— you know, then you can't get anything right. I actually heard this yesterday after I was done speaking. I heard it. Um, I was um, listening to something yesterday afternoon, and the person actually was talking about unity, and um, they were um, they were talking to the point that if you're if you're if you're a believer in Jesus and the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing the kingdom, um, then you're. You're going to be a person that um, is in love with the kingdom and in love with God, but you have to tell yourself that you're not perfect, and the person that maybe that you're gotten sideways with, they're not perfect either. Correct. So you're going to have to to work it out. The problem with this is, he said, and I didn't. I wish I um, would have said it this way. He said, "Is that you don't work it out? Mm-hmm. Is you go to your friends 
the other person goes to their friends, they go to their pocket of people, and then people who are not even involved in the situation develop an opinion about it. Correct. And they have the wrong opinion. They may have one or two facts that are right, but the rest of them, they fill in the blanks because he said, let's admit, we all like to fill in the blanks mm-hmm. of a situation if we don't know the whole thing. And so then everything gets skewered, and that's what Jesus is talking about, that you have to be unified. So there's a reason why, and we didn't even go into this yesterday, that, you know, that, you know, if a brother sins against you, that's one thing he said. But we actually say if a brother offends you, we think that's a sin too. No, that's not You're necessarily right. true. Right. You might offend me by a comment that you make. So what am I going to do with that? Right. I have to, I have to take a back seat to that. But if you sin against me, if you slander me, talk bad about me, threaten to kill me, or you know something, well right. that's a sin. You know. So then I need to. I there's biblical things that I got to take care of that. But we we'd be mad at each other all the time if oh, we right. you know it's like you have to be very careful about mm-hmm. those things so does that count when i jokingly threaten to punch you no okay Good. so i asked a question yesterday are you an answer to jesus's prayer or are you an unanswered prayer mm. are you unified with the body of jesus christ or is your heart and mind are, are they divided and is is his command going unanswered? And you know, here's the thing: I I just have a feeling sometimes that prayer is 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 unanswered. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Jesus, you know, didn't ask for anything else. Just the night before he went to the cross, he wants us to be one. Yeah. And I think this is important to to get it. So, you know, Jesus knows that I I think that if we walk in unity and we become one, uh, then we're going to sacrifice our wills to his will and we're going to be able, I believe, to do more than what we can even ask or imagine right. because we're if we're walking in unity, would you agree with this? And I think you already alluded to this. Walking in unity with the same purpose the Spirit of God's going to descend upon us. 100%. Because we're going to talk about that here mm-hmm. in just a second. Yep. First uh, Corinthians 8, 6. But there is one God, the Father of whom all things were created and for whom we live. And there is one Lord Jesus Christ, whom all things were created and through whom we live. So it's, it's all about, it's all about God. Am right. I right? Right. It, it all of it's mm-hmm. about God. Every single bit is about God. And it's always been about God, but we've messed it up. We think it's we make about, it about us. us. Yeah. And it's always about God. And um, I don't know when I said this because I kind of threw this in yesterday. It's about God, but we think it's about us, and it's, we think it's about programs. We think it's about you got to do this, you got to do this. Mm-hmm. So if we do this for a while and then we cancel a program, we, we get so jammed up when we cancel like, you know, I'm just going to say it. Um, some people got jammed up because we canceled Trunk or Treat mm-hmm. this year. We didn't do it. You know, I've never understood Trunk or Treat, to be honest with you. I understand if we do it here on our property right. where we're inviting the community here and we're offering a, a legitimate alternative, but I don't understand going downtown and just joining the crowd of handing out candy. I really don't know what that does. Right. So we didn't do that this year because we're actually going to do something next year that's going to be different mm-hmm. or this year that's going to be different. I couldn't believe how many people lost their mind over that. Right. And uh, the thing about that is, is that um, that's not our purpose. Right. What's our purpose? To glorify God. If you're jammed up over truck or treat, that how can you be glorifying God right. if you're jammed up over a trunk or treat handing out candy? Mm-hmm. Guaranteed more people um, will get jammed up over that than somebody losing their life and going to hell. Right. And what we need to get jammed up is why – we had 25 baptisms last year. Why didn't we have 40? Right. I understand if you want to be irritated about that. I don't know. Well, let's work harder at it mm-hmm. this year. You know what I mean? Our purpose is, is about God. Yep. That's it. Our purpose is is always about God, and and it's to it's to glorify Him. And so, if we walk um, in unity, we're going to walk one in Jesus Christ, and we're gonna we're gonna have the same spirit, right? That doesn't mean we're always going to agree. So right. it's like, hey, right. I don't know why we're doing trunk or treat. I understand the question. Well, here's why we're not doing it. Da da da. Okay, yeah. I get it. You know. I don't have to like the answer. Right, right. But I understand it because guess what? Trunk or treat is not a biblical heaven or hell Correct. situation. Correct. Am I right? Yep. So, again, the question I ask, are you part of answering Jesus' prayer or are you leaving the prayer unanswered? Mm. And it's a huge question. That's good. The Greg Laurie quote. It's so simplistic. <clears throat> very good. Very simple but very just profound. Greg Laurie said, the price of unity is the sacrifice of self. The thing that makes this so difficult is we are right. We are all right talking about sacrifice. We just want the other person to do it. Is he right? Yeah, he's right. 
You do it, and I'll get along with you. It's like, oh, yeah, no, sacrifice is great. You should sacrifice that. You do it the way I like, and, and I'll get along with you. You you, 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 do, you go along with what I think, and, and we're mm-hmm. going to be all right. We're going to walk in you. No, 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 no. Right. That's not what that's all about. Because the truth is is that sacrifice is not easy. No. You look at Jesus, who sacrificed his life for us. What did he say? Not, you know, if there's any other way. Yep. But then he said, and we'll talk about this later, yeah, exactly. you know, not my will, but your will. Well, it's like the same thing. I mean, I mean, I asked this yesterday, so I'll ask you. Do you have to sacrifice in your marriage? Oh, yeah. Do you have to give and do you mm-hmm. have to, you know, y- y- when you're married, you you work toward unity. Am I right? Correct. You're, you're not like you're not like something happened between you and Allie for an afternoon and you guys get side with each other. You're not running into Walmart or the bank talking bad about her. Right. Right. Because what's that going to do later on? Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with the, the church and other with with other believers. So what you try to do, what do you do is you you may not agree with her or she right. may not agree with you, but you guys have to get on the same page to what talk mm-hmm. and to figure out what to be unified. You know, yeah. Right. And, and that's it's a, work. That is a it is it is work. Um, that's a very profound um, analogy, too, because guess what? The church, what does the Bible say it is? It's the bride the of bride Christ. The bride of Christ. And, and so that is no different no. for us. No. You know, we're, we may not – we're not going to agree with everybody all the time. That just is what it is. No. Because the fact of the matter is, is God did create us different. Thank, <laughs> thank God that there aren't, exactly. you know, 50 million Brandons running around. Oh yes, because it all that'll have perfect feet. <laughs> I wish I had perfect feet. Oh gosh, why don't you? I don't know, dude. I see what you do to those feet all the time. But you go, but you go home for lunch and you start soaking them. Yeah, we should in Never Tahitian buy. vanilla. That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds really good. But the, Anyways, you know, sorry. the truth is, is that we don't. You know. We're not all alike. No. God never intended for us to all be alike. That's, you know, the great thing about it. I'm going to talk a little bit about that next week is, you know, he likens us to the body of Christ. You know, right. not all of us are hands. Not all no. of us are feet. We all have different purposes. Um, but that also means that we're going to have different opinions sometimes. Exactly. That's okay. Opinions are opinions. Right. Get over your opinions and focus on yeah. what really matters. Yeah. And that is, like you said, glorifying God. And then, you know, fulfilling Jesus' command. Exactly. Baptizing Teaching people. Exactly. You know, striving to keep people out of hell. That That's what really matters. I think sometimes Satan gets us so jammed up over, um, like, small things yeah. that we forget the gospel. And that's what he wants. Oh, if he, can... he wants us arguing and bickering over crazy, stupid things. Like, you know, you didn't thank me. You didn't pat me on the back. You didn't do this. You, we're not doing this. Or we, sh- we used to do it this way. We don't do it this way anymore. And why aren't we doing this way? Why are we singing this? Or mm-hmm. And we get so jammed up over our preferences that we totally forget our purpose. Yeah. And our purpose is, number one, is to glorify God. And if I'm jammed up and arguing and talking bad right. about you, guess what? I'm no not longer glorifying, glorifying yep. God. So... I don't know how you can get a blessing from God when you're not personally glorifying God. Right. Now, I'm not saying you're perfect. Right. I'm not saying that you're going to do everything correct. I don't do everything correct, mm-hmm. as you well know. Um, so, oh, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> by the way, at the staff Christmas, sorry, I'm going to take a commercial break. The staff Christmas party, I got, um, <laughs> this is, this would have been perfect for you. Or for me, because you know, anybody that listens know that you and I both, and, and I know I've done somewhat better. I, I've, I, I, this year I've actually done really well with my road rage, and I feel like you've progressed yeah. as well. Dude, you've done we're better. eight days into the year, so yeah. Well, I didn't mean this well. year. I meant this okay. past year. Yeah, okay. Um, but you and I both tend to get upset because, you know, we're just more superior drivers than everyone else out no, on the I road. I am a very good driver. I, I am too. Yeah. But you got your your gift you My gift last night was very perfect. It is about ten different – it's actually – that was actually my gift, by the way. Was it really? Remember, you and I traded. Oh, that's Because you true. ended up with your gift. I see that. Would, yeah. And I said, I'll trade you. I'll give you, you some. I said, I said I'll trade you. I need one of those. So here's the gift. It's an air freshener. Ten of them. I think ten of them. They're Jesus air fresheners. Very Catholic Jesus. Very Catholic Jesus. It looks like a, he's peeking around the corner. With a little, uh, what do you call that little balloon thing? Above? Yeah, it's just a thought bubble. Thought bubble that says, I saw that. <laughs> they're, and they're made to hang off of your rear view mirror. Yeah, so, yeah, that's... Um, they're very. It's a very Catholic Jesus, but <laughs> it is. But anyway, just uh, yeah. I don't know how we got onto that. That's I have crazy. no idea. But anyway, yeah. Talking about that, you, you um, you know, you're when you're talking about 
you know, Jesus and the bride of Christ, you know, and we talked a little bit about marriage and I'm not going to read all those scriptures that we read yesterday, but I, what I was trying to do is to get the point across that this is how important this is. So, um, but so here's the question you have to sacrifice in your, in your marriage, correct? Right. So what's going to, what's the cost for the church to be unified? Hmm. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. We have to sacrifice. Jesus sacrificed himself for the church, the bride. He sacrificed himself for you and me. And that I think we always have to remember that Jesus Christ is our example. And so in Galatians 2.20, this, this verse is very convicting. You skipped, why didn't you talk about the ones, you know, about the wives accepting the authority of their husbands? I'm just kidding. Yeah, Go ahead. I just said that. <laughs> yeah, right. It says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. Now, we could break, this is a sermon series right here. This is a, I, I love Galatians. My too. old self has been crucified with Christ. Okay, so there's a sermon, right? Mm-hmm. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. There's sermon two. So I live this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God, that's Sermon 3, who loved me and gave himself for me, that's four. There's four different sermons in there. We could talk We could talk for days on those things. We ought to do that leading up to Easter. We could do that. Yeah. But here's the thing that's convicting to me. My old self. My old self is my wants, my desires, me, 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 mm-hmm. me, me. It's what I want. You need to listen to me. It's kind of like we have a childlike attitude. So my old self has been crucified with Christ. It's not me who's living, it's Christ who lives in me, which means right. I have the Spirit of God, correct? Right. So he's giving me a new way of looking at it. So even if I don't really agree with what you said, and it's not a it's not a life or death or heaven or hell thing, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Fine, let's just yeah. let's just do it that way. Yep. And then maybe along the way we can talk more and, and all that. So that's that's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to do that in your marriage, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to do that in your job, sometimes there, so it's no longer about me, but it's Christ. So it's not my way, but it's God's way. So what's God tell me to do? Right. Well, Jesus is commanding you and I to be one. Yeah, and but I it, love that too. You know, we talk about this take of you know taking a leap, and the second part of that says, "So I live in this earthly body by what? By trusting in the Son of God. By taking a leap. Yeah, to trust in Jesus, who loved me and gave Himself for me. We might have to have a Galatians two twenty sermon series, right? All right. That's awesome. So instead of being God willed, a lot of people are self willed. A lot yeah. of people have an eye problem. I said it's not your, it's not your eyes. Right. It's it's like what I want. It's like the way I see it, the way I want it, and it's all about me. So um, we're not willing to sacrifice ourselves to um, to God. But here's the thing: unity is not possible if your preference is a priority over your purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. There, there is no way that you're going to have unity with somebody um, if it's always going to be your way, and um, there, there's no way. And that'd I, and I think good, that that'd huh? be a good sermon series too. Purpose over preference. Exactly. We're about got the year planned out, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know people have a hard time even coming to church because they, they, they're like, I didn't like the songs. It was too hot. It was too cold. Too dark. Too light. Um, this, that coffee wasn't great. And so we're so sidetracked, but I think that's the culture we live in. Do you think mm-hmm. the culture we live in is like, Hey, if, if, if I feel like saying it, you got to listen to it. Right. Well, I don't want to listen to it. Right. It, it, you know, it's, you don't have to say it and I don't have to say it. Right. Um, I don't have to say the coffee's not great. I can just make a pot in my office on Sunday morning. You can, which is what I do, do sometimes. Good job. <laughs> Um, so here's the purpose and we, and you've already already said this. Okay. But our purpose when we come together is one thing. It's to glorify God. Mm-hmm. It's to glorify God. And how can I be glorify God if I'm not living in unity? Right. It's not going to happen. So I'm to glorify God. I'm to lift up Jesus Christ. I'm to read his word. I'm to worship in his presence and coming to church. And I know we've said this a hundred thousand times in the last five years mm-hmm. has nothing to do with me or you right. or our preferences. Right. It has everything to do with our purpose and spending time to God and, Correct. and to glorify him. Yep. Um, and then Psalm 133, verses 1 and 3. This is good. It is good. And this is where the rubber meets the road here. Um, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Mm-hmm. Verse 3, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Yeah. So when you live in unity, God commands a blessing. He's not suggesting it. Right. He's just saying hey, it might happen. Now, right. If you're walking in unity, it's you a will receive and you'll receive God's blessing. Yeah. So understand that unity is where God commands a blessing. Uh, Philippians two twenty. Here we're back in Philippians again. Love Philippians. So uh, two verse two. Make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, 
loving one another, and working together with one mind and, here it is, purpose. Now think about this. Think about this yep. verse. Another sermon series here, yep. but make me truly happy by greeting wholeheartedly with each other. Now, we might think, well, we got to agree on the color of the carpet. We may not agree that we might come to some conclusion. Right. But, but agreeing wholeheartedly is when when you're looking at, you know, when when it, the things that pertain to God. So if you're if you're agreeing wholeheartedly on that like glorifying God and the gospel and things like that, how how am I not going to tr- Mm-hmm. Be living in unity exactly. with you. Even when we're not agreeing on the, you know, you might like gray carpet and I might like, um, teal. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, bro, what are you picking the teal out? And I'm like, well, why are you picking the gray out? And, and all that. So, but pretty soon it's like, oh, let's, what? Okay. Let's flip you know that point. Yeah. Heads or tails. Doesn't matter. Right. You know, well, let's just get the carpet laid so we can go back out and do what God's commanded exactly. us to do. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I love that, that next part, you know, by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another. Sometimes we don't even like each other. Right. But you you go back to that analogy of a marriage, even in the moments where maybe Allie and I aren't clicking, right? And we have a disagreement. Guess what? I still love her. You know, even if we don't agree in that moment, yeah. I still absolutely love her, and we're going to work through that disagreement to get on the same page because exactly. that's what God wants us to do. No different than us as the bride of Christ. Exactly. Romans fourteen nineteen. So then, let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up. Mm-hmm. Not tear each other down, not uh, send letters and um, bad emails to people, not trash talking each other when we go into stores and banks and everything. It's to try to build each other up, right? Right. And sometimes uh, we don't. I don't. I believe we don't let God bless us because we're not willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. our will to accomplish the will of God. Right. What about Johnny P. John, John Piper. Piper? He said, "Unity requires real work." You could have just stopped right there. Like, well, yeah, that's it. Unity, yeah. it, it's not easy. Unity requires real work. He goes on. He says it requires blood, sweat, and tears. It means I lay myself down to the will of God, and that's a hard thing to do. It is a hard thing to do because you're you're laying yourself down because let's admit it. We want our preference sometimes, oh, even if we're walking in God. Mm-hmm. You want you want you want your thing done, yep. and sometimes that's a hard thing to do. One hundred percent. He's yep, he's right. Exactly. Um, and this, you know, you, you you had us repeat this next verse. Um, one of, I think, probably one of the most profound verses in in the Gospels. And, and it's this so is simple. this is John the Baptist, you know, yep. because people were were all about John, and John was yep. this, you know, flashy, showy guy, and he was preaching, he was baptizing. Um, but in John three thirty, John the Baptist says this: He talking about Jesus, he must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. And you had us repeat that, and and then you had us say, take out he and say Christ. Right. Christ must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. And isn't that true? It is. Because if Jesus is greater than me, then guess what? My me is not going to get in the way of that. Exactly. And this is this is this is the uh, this is the well, I don't know is the word conundrum. This is the the rubber rubber meets the road. This is whatever it is. This is what you and I have to do. We Jesus has to be above everything that we do, mm-hmm. and glorifying God has to be above everything that we do. And so I, I'm going to take a check, and so I'm going to walk in unity, right? It's sacrifice. What do you say? Blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. And you know, Greg Laurie said, you know, we want to walk in unity, but we want the other person, you know, do what I say, and then you know, it's right. like. There's so many things to think about. It, mm-hmm. You know, you have to, you have to, what's the word that we use? You have to be intentional. Intentional. You have to yep. be intentional. Um, but yeah, think about how many, um, churches and families and marriages and stuff, people just aren't getting along. Right. Because they don't want to walk in unity. Mm-hmm. Colossians 3, 23 and 4, work willingly whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord and then, then for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and the master you are serving is who? Christ. Christ. He's our master. Yep. And if we're doing it for the glory of God, yep. it's going to be great. Yep. If we're not, it's not going to be. And, that and that's, that's something that is, is so important. And when you're, you're serving, um, you know, even if maybe there's, there's an area in the church that, that just needs somebody to step up and serve in. Mm-hmm. And that's not maybe your forte, but you know what? It's like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it anyways because I'm not serving the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm serving Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's important, you know. It says work willingly at whatever you do. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I think that's important of for us to to not separate um, our church self 
and our home self, mm-hmm. our church self and our work self, because it's not a church thing anyways. No. It's a Christ thing. It is. And, and Christ and lives so, in you. Exactly. Right? And so whether we are shopping at the grocery store, we still need to do it with the attitude of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I was going through Costco the other day, and there was a super nice guy. Kind of we got there at the, you know, those checkouts can get quite um, crazy, congested. <clears throat> yeah. And so we got there at the same time. And he's like, oh, go ahead. And I had a cart full of stuff. You know how it is when, when we go to Costco. Yeah, it's like $900 and every time. This guy time had like know, yeah. toilet paper and something else. And he was telling me to go ahead of him. I'm like, hey, no, go ahead, man. You've got two things. Yeah. You know, it, little things like that. You know, maybe some people won't see Christ in you in that. Right. But maybe, just maybe they will. Yeah. And so it's little things. When you're at home, when you're, you know, dealing with your kids. Right. We need to do that. And I, I need to do that in a way that is Christ-centered and in right. a way that my kids are going to see Christ through me. That doesn't yep. mean I have to be, you know, just, oh, yeah, no, whatever you want, baby. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, you want ice cream? It's it's 830. It's bedtime. But, yeah, you can have ice cream. doesn't mean that I've got to be like that, <clears throat> but I'm still leading and guiding them. I'll give them the candy cane before bedtime. They can have they can have the candy you know cane. That would be awesome. I bet they would be. Ugh. Christian would be like, what's wrong with it? Right. He probably would. He's like, I, ta- I taste possum. Christian loves onion. He might like that. Thing. Oh. Um, but, you know, work willingly at whatever you do. And so that, that I think, is something that we try to separate right, our lives. Right, right, right. And it's like, okay, well, I've got my Christian life, my church self, and then I've got my work life, and I've got my home life. This is exactly what we do. It's all – it shouldn't be compartmentalized. It's all, it, no, it's, it's all together. Exactly. It's one It's one life. So in the book of Proverbs, it tells us that God hates um, – there's, uh, yeah, what, six things six that things God hates? Six things he hates and seven that are detestable, detestable to him. What's and the difference between hating something I think and they're all detestable? The, I think that's the same, right? I think so, too. So here it is, Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19. And I'm going to tell you something. These things keep us from unity. And here's how this verse goes. There are six things that the Lord hates and seven that are detestable to him. I wonder if... Uh, Possum candy paint cane would be detestable. It is now. That wasn't okay. created. The problem. <laughs> okay, verse 17. Haughty eyes. That's detestable to him, and he hates it. Mm-hmm. And this is a person who's prideful. Yeah. This is a person who's arrogant, looks down on you like they're better than you. This is a person who thinks they're right, and they have these haughty eyes. They're kind of like a Pharisee. Mm-hmm. Right. The next one is a lying tongue, and we all know that lies cause division. Right. And let me tell you something. This is the thing about unity. You... If you go talk to somebody and somebody's angry with somebody, say somebody's angry with you, and I go talk to somebody, one of my friends, and they start to fill in the mm-hmm. blanks, and I don't tell them the whole facts, guess what? I have a lying tongue. Right. If I don't tell them every thing, single thing about that, or if the person that I'm telling runs with what I told them and doesn't come to me or you back yeah. to say, hey, I'm going to get all the liars in the room to see what's going on, right. that they're lying too. So this is what unity, disunity does. It starts to stir up things Isn't like that. Isn't it in James where it talks about the tongue? Yeah. It is like you can just set a spark like exactly. that. Yep. Hands that shed innocent blood. I mean, I think we know what that is. It's connecting what like God has done. A heart that devises wicked schemes. This is wicked plans. These are evil to, to tear the body of Christ apart. Do you know what this is? This is me getting on my phone and talking to somebody. This is me sending a text. This is me sending an email. This is me writing a letter to mm-hmm. somebody or to a group of people, not everybody, and explaining whatever I want to explain. Right. It's just, it's the craziest thing that I've, that I've ever seen. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. Means you, you're not even going to think about it. You're, right. you're not even going to give it a second thought. A false witness who pours out lies, and here's a big one, a person who stirs up conflict in the community. And this is a person. And, and what that means by in the community, and we're going to talk about living in community it's next week. That's the church. Yeah. So you're, 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 you're literally are dividing the, the, um, the church of, of God. And so here's the thing. When you talk bad about another Christian to another uh, group of Christians, I'm going to tell you exactly what God's doing. He's looking down on you. He's like, I hate that. I hate mm-hmm. that. I hate that. I hate that. This is detestable to me. Stop it. Right. So I don't care how you spin it. I don't care how godly you think you're being because you got your feelings hurt. Guess what? God's looking down on that and saying, I hate that. Because mm-hmm. I, I literally, I have plenty I could be talking about because right. I've been offended like from here to... um Kingdom come over the last, um, you know, I was gonna say Antarctica, couple but. years. So, but you, what good does it do to do that? It doesn't. Because here's the thing. Also, the Bible, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday. The Bible talks about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So we have to forgive. And so if we're not forgiving, well, that's another thing. So if you're not right. forgiving, you're not going to live um, in unity. Yep. So, but instead, 
I love uh, Hebrews 10.24. You read this. It yep. says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Good verse. You know, and, th- and that's really what it's about. That may be coming out again next week. I can't remember. Yeah. That may be one of the only verses that we've got. But God wants us together, out. right? Yeah. He wants us together. And so the question is, do you know who wants us apart? Satan. Satan. Yep, absolutely. Satan wants us apart. So as much as God hates discord and he mm-hmm. hates that, he detests it, the devil loves it. It's his playground. And we've said many times, loves it. because if Satan can get in the church, Satan doesn't have to worry about the world. The world's going to be the world. They're going to be sick and disgusting yep. and detestable. Yep. Did Satan, you just describe that candy cane? I did. Okay. <laughs> I did. But if Satan can can infiltrate the church and get us devised or de- devised, I like devised, it. Then, De- divided. Divided. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'll be Jocelyn. I'll correct you. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> but that's all, that's all he cares about. Exactly. Um, because he lives to divide, right? I mean, that's, he does. that's his job. I mean, he doesn't care you come to church and yell amen and you give your money and you sing and whatever else you're going to do. All he cares about is you're still fighting the same yep. fight and you're still mad at that person. You're still not forgiving. You're still doing the things that exactly. you're not supposed to do. So he doesn't care that, that you come. In fact, he loves it that you come to church because that's where he's going to do is, like you said, he's going to do the most right. damage of right. you actually coming um, to church. And so he wants you to doubt God in his word. Okay. Do I really have to apologize to that person? You have no idea what they've done to me. So you start to doubt God in his word. And if you doubt God, guess what? You're double minded. Double minded is not a good place to be. Mm-hmm. God has a zero power in your life. If you're going to be double minded and you're not going to get any blessings from God, if you're double minded, right? So you can come to church every single Sunday. You can do all the church things, but as long as Satan can to divide you, guess what? He has literally won. Yep. He's one. Exactly. So, but I read a verse yesterday. I love this verse. Yep. Jesus. Can't go wrong with Jesus. Here's the thing about Jesus. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to go to the cross. Right. So he's like, and I I really thought, you know, we're reading what it says, but I really wonder how in-depth that conversation was. Oh, exactly. Like, hey, I, I don't want to do this. The pain's going to be too great. I, I, I mean, Jesus literally... It's not so much the pain on the cross, it's the wrath of God. Right. He's gotta, he's gotta experience the wrath, the hatred of God mm-hmm. towards you and your sin that you'll never have to face because Jesus took that for you. Right. So this is what he's got. So he says, you know, if there's any other way, let this cup, and you know what he's talking about? It's the cup of wrath. The cup of wrath. Let the cup of wrath pass by me. So in Matthew 6.10, Jesus says, but your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Yep. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that is a tough. We've talked about that over the past couple of years. That's a tough prayer to pray. Yep. Your will be done, not my will. You know, God, if there's, you know, and Jesus prayed, you know, if there's any other way, let this like, go past by me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's like, you know, hey, God, this is what I would like, but your will be done. So, like, when you're reading the Lord's prayer and you're reading, like, and you and you 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 see Jesus's actions always. Your kingdom come, your will be done. So let this cup pass by me, but right, not my will, not my will, but yours. So it's your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there's a plan, and Jesus stuck to the plan. You know, I Jesus could have been like, I'm not doing this. Right now, what exactly? Um, I'm lost. Okay, Second Corinthians ten verses three through five. The Apostle Paul says, we are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use the mighty weapons, not worldly weapons. We use God's mighty weapons, mm-hmm. not worldly weapons, to knock down strongholds of human reasoning and destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts, and we teach them to obey Christ. Yeah. So this is spiritual warfare, right? It is spiritual warfare, and I love that um, in verse 5. We destroy every proud obstacle, and that's what's... You know, Satan's trying to put obstacles in our way from what? That keeps people from knowing God. At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. Yeah. That we can, you know, first of all, that we know God and that we're walking in path with his spirit. But that also we try to bring as many people into that relationship and that knowledge. Exactly. 100%. And the thing about spiritual warfare, and I really believe this is a lot of Christians think that you're fighting that overhead. It's, it's God's fighting it, but it's fought in between your ears and exactly. my ears. It's in your mind. It's a mind. It's a it's, mindset. It means you're double minded. It's in your head. And um, I asked a question yesterday. I said, raise your hand of how many of you have known better, but you didn't do any better. Oh yeah. I mean, 
everybody's hands pretty much went up because mm-hmm. that's that's where we've been. And so when that happened, here's the thing. If you're a Christian, you had the knowledge of what you were supposed to do, but you didn't do it or you didn't apply it. And so you lost the battle of your mind. And so you literally did not do any better. And that's how Satan wants us to be. He wants your mind divided. And right. so James, do you like James? I do like James. He's awesome. And James yep. 1, 1 verses 6 through 8, he says this. He says, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Yeah, and the worst thing you and I can do is is close our mind off against God and his word. Yeah. And if your mind is open, you're going to be willing to hear from God. You're going to do what God wants you to do, even if you don't want to. Even if so you don't like, want to. But also, even if you don't understand, it says you must believe and not doubt. That doesn't say you must understand. Exactly. We don't may not always understand. So God tells me to forgive. You know, you offend me, and you did something bad to me, and I'm having a hard time with it. But God says you mm-hmm. have to forgive, and so I keep repeating to myself. You know, if I want to be forgiven of my sins, my heavenly, you know, right. If I want my heavenly Father to forget, then I have to forgive exactly. other people. So I'm going to have to do these things in my life, even though I don't feel like it. Right. It goes against my grain, but you know what? Isn't that taking a leap? Isn't that the leap of faith? Isn't that taking You're the right. step of God that we've already we're trusting in God of what he, that He he will work this out. But if you close your mind, here's what you're doing. You're you're inviting doubt of God in God's word. Exactly. And guess what? You're you're gonna have a victim's mentality. It's gonna be you against the world. It's gonna here's what it's gonna to me. Here's what they said about me. Here's what here's my plight. You're gonna play that right, victim card right. day and night. Every day and night. Yep. So the question I ask is where's your mind? Yep. And this is an important question. Yep. Um, John 20, verse 31, these things are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his mm-hmm. name. Good verse. Yeah, it is. Yep. So literally, my prayer for this year, 2024, is God make us one. Yeah. Make, make us, us unified. Yeah. Make us unified. Um, good stuff, though. Very good stuff. Great reminder. You know, and I, I think, honestly... I feel like we should probably talk about the church more often, yeah. you know, like like what that looks like for us. Exactly. Um, you know, because it, it it is just a great reminder oh, that, yeah. you know, we're not always going to necessarily agree, but nope. we're called to be unified. Oh, yeah. And that's um, it's really hard to do because we do live in a we do live in a society that is very selfish and self-centered. Right. And the society uh, talks about coexisting and love is love and getting along, right. but disagree with them one time. Oh, exactly. You're the biggest enemy on the face exactly. of the planet, and uh, so and that's kind of been brought into the church, which is very, uh, very unfortunate. So, um, I want us to be one this year. Right. Seriously, we want us to be one in Jesus Christ. So, I've uh, got a few things coming. We're running a little long. We are with this that was, whole possum was... talk at the beginning. That yeah. I want to go back for another look at that candy cane, but every time I do, it tastes like onions. Yeah, it, it, it's like um, it's literally like that somebody dumped a garbage can in my mouth right now. Oh, he's he's doing it. He's actually doing it. Okay, you're used to it now. Totally onions. I'm gonna let Christian Gross. take a lick of that, and I'm gonna ask him what's the first thing you taste, and we will see. Because the dude, he he will eat raw onions. Oh gosh, no lie. So. Possum candy canes this week. Stay tuned. Next week is gravy. possum, not po- gravy candy. Maybe canes, I'm right. going to keep this possum candy cane. Take a lick and then take a lick oh. of the gravy. Oh my! Hey, just a reminder. Uh, tomorrow night, night of prayer is the night of prayer. Six o'clock p.m. Six o'clock. So hope you guys join us for for an hour or so. Um, also on Wednesday um, at nine thirty in the morning. That's January tenth. The women's Bible study is starting. Um, if you need information or want to register still, you can you can hit this at richwood.church forward slash women. Um, don't forget, um, RCC is going to be hoping, uh, hosting the mini basketball camp. I think there's like 40-some kids signed up Yeah, I up think that. so. That's what I heard yesterday. Yep, so that's, that's really awesome. January 18th through the 20th? Yep. For first through fifth graders, you yep. can register for that. Find out more information by going to richwood.church forward slash sports. Exactly. And then uh, the blood drive is coming, and that is going to be um, take place on Monday, January 22nd, 12 to 6 p.m. in the RCC gym. And uh, we per- 
you can go online or you can just show up, but there's, um, if you go online, there's a link that you can, um, sign up to fill in a, a, for an appointment if you want to give blood or you can just show up to do that. And then, um, as we've already talked about this coming Sunday, uh, is our second in our series, Take a Leap. And we're going to be talking about living in community and, um, Mr. Tahitian Vanilla is going to be doing right. it for us. So right. I'm looking forward to that. And um, probably come in early and soak my feet in some salts while I'm I thought you'd be Sunday morning. Are you going to use my uh, the stand that I use? You have a couple phone books I can stand on. I do. Okay, then yeah. Well, I'll give me some platform shoes this week. Those big like yeah. 1970. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Perfect. Sound like a horse walking up, <laughs> right? And then uh, just a reminder to all of you guys. Um, I know that we've joked about the weather and all that, but the weather is a real thing, and uh, during this time of the year, so and it is unpredictable. It is unpredictable. So as we approach another winter, please remember that we do have a cancellation plan for bad weather. Mm-hmm. And um, if the weather's bad on a Sunday, please be sure to check out the church's website, our Facebook page. Uh, we will also be uh, putting cancellations and informations on Columbus Television Station Channel 10. Mm-hmm. But um, we just looked at this again this morning. But if we are at a level, level two, two snow emergency at 8 o'clock the night before, on so Saturday 8 o'clock night. on a Saturday night, we will be canceling church because the next normally day. if you're at a level two at that point with the temperatures plummeting overnight, it's not going to get better through the night. Right. So, um, yeah. And then also if something arises, you know, earlier, we'll, we'll try to get that out as quick as we can. Exactly. Um, we'll, in the past, we've sent emails out as yep. well and just tried, try to over communicate yep. that because yep. we, if we're not going to be out on the roads, we don't want anybody else out on the exactly. roads. Exactly. So, exactly. And then just a reminder, um, uh, our, over our parking lot where our office is that's called building side a if you see the big letters by the doors we have abc i Mm -hmm. think so building side a that is locked every sunday morning at 9 a.m so you can get in before nine but after nine that door is locked because of our children's department is for safety reasons so if you come after nine o'clock you're probably not going to get in that door so your best bet is to go around to the other side come in the main entrance and i believe that's building side c I think so. Yeah, so you can you can do that. So just those are just reminders. So yeah, but hey, here we're back, and we're back. Um, glad you, to, glad you guys are with us. Hope you guys didn't bail on us on the possum talk and that's right all the good junk. New year, so. same us, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I think we said that last year. It's we're gonna have same, to come up with something. Same else thing, right? Next right. year. So so yeah. well, thanks for listening. We hope you uh, have a great week and yep. catch us next week for some gravy and. Oh, and more fun. More fun and more games. So have a great week. Talk to you later.